0: You're listening to Kitchen Table Finance. Join Dave Shotwell and Nick Nauta as they cut through the complexity of financial planning and serve bites of investment advice that are both personal and practical.
1: Hey Dave, how are you doing today? Not bad, Nick. How are you? Fantastic! Another beautiful, gloomy Lansing morning.
0: <laughs> I like—I always like that you juxtapose a, a nasty weather report with unbridled <laughs> enthusiasm for the day.
1: Hey man, if you're going to live in Lansing, you got to embrace the gloom of, uh, <laughs> right. of, of a cloudy morning. At least it's not That's snowing funny. out
0: there. <laughs> the other—the other—the other day, there was sunshine for about five minutes, and it was like somebody had ripped a hole in the gloom, and it needed to be repaired.
1: You know, so I'm like, a firm believer that if, you, if there's not a whole bunch of gloom, you don't appreciate the sun as much. That's why that's I can right. never live in Florida.
0: Yeah, I think there's a, there's a country song about that. Good. So uh, today we're uh, carrying on the uh, New Year's theme and going to look at uh, a checklist of issues to consider at the start of the new year.
1: Yeah, 2022 is going to be the year of you, right? A lot of times January rolls around, we have New Year's resolutions. One of them is always, want to get my finances in order. And so we got a, a list that we're going to go through today and talk about some things that you should be considering for that to yeah. kind of kickstart your uh, year financially.
0: The main theme is these are always good ideas to think about, but thinking about them at the beginning of the year lets you be a little more strategic around some of the deadlines and things.
1: So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of research around timing and when you start things and um, starting things fresh in in January makes sense. So it's a perfect time to kind of go over some of this stuff. First on the list is to uh, consider some personal issues
0: and uh i like this first one on the checklist is to take a look at the progress you made on your goals from last year
1: yeah it was a good time at the end of the year beginning of the year to sit back and reflect on how much you've accomplished last year you know if you had set out some goals where do you stand you know and and give yourself a pat on the back i think as humans Mm -hmm. we tend to be way too hard on ourselves a lot of times and so Mm Take some time to uh, appreciate what you've done in 2021 and and how you can carry that forward into 2022.
0: And uh, specifically, look at the things that did work out well in 2021. Kind of consider why you were successful there and see what you can uh, use to apply to other goals where maybe you weren't as successful or maybe you've got new goals (laughs) that you can uh, take those same mindsets or
1: strategies or whatever it was that helped you move forward and apply those. Absolutely. It's a, it's a great year because the markets did so well to, to compare your net worth that started off this year versus last year and, and kind of some of that progress and investments and, and feeling pretty good about where things stand. And it's a good time to do that because last year was a pretty good year for that stuff. So build on that momentum, if you will. So and also taking a look at that stuff, Dave, we want to set goals for 2022, right? And, and what are yep. our goals this year? And, and how does that play into things? You know, I always
0: think people you know we tend to come into January and new year's uh, resolutions with that unbridled enthusiasm like you have about uh about every morning that we do a podcast, and you know be realistic and maybe come up with two or three priorities or or one or two priorities that you really want to work on i think I think that leads to more success, whether it's getting your retirement plan shaped up or getting credit cards paid off. Um, you know, don't pick 30 different things, pick two or three that are really
1: important. So what we find works well for clients is really kind of breaking it down and focusing on a couple things, not necessarily saying, okay, we got to break this whole thing down and build it all up at once. It's usually uh, okay, let's focus on this. Let's get this done, checked off the list and then move on to the next thing. Kind of building that momentum around moving forward and accomplishing things. Just like dieting or working out or anything
0: else. If you try to do too much at once, you're just going to burn out and be right back where you started again never even managed to get started. (laughs) Right. Right. So, and, and also consider as you're thinking about goals and things that need to be done over the next 12 months, think about life events that might occur for yourself or within your family, moving or marriage, births, college starting, college ending, job changes,
1: pending retirements, or even illness or, or worse. Yeah, lots of financial ramifications that go along with these, we'll call them life transitions. And, and so the more you can identify and prepare for those things, the better off that you tend to be, you know, and, and as, instead of letting life just kind of take you on the path that it takes you, be kind of intentional around thinking through some of these things you know, Mm -hmm. moving and and how that's going to affect you financially and thinking through that before the actual move before the actual new mortgage or the new job and really trying to focus in on how that's going to affect you and be prepared for it. The more prepared you can be, the more successful you'll be. Right. And there are
0: actually some, some milestone ages you want to be aware of. And we can, we can put a, put a link along with this checklist to, uh, to a chart of those ages, but things like turning 65 and Medicare eligibility, or if you have a pension, a lot of times there's ages around that, Uh, social security eligibility, required minimum distribution at 72, different things like that, that you want to be aware of. If anybody in your family is hitting those milestones during the year, you want to take those into consideration.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That stuff um, oftentimes can uh, sneak up on us. So we would just want to make sure that we're monitoring where those things are, because some of those, you know, so like a required minimum distributions, things like that can come with penalties or missed opportunities as it, as it relates to Social Security. So I just want to check in and, and like Dave said, we'll put a list of the milestone guide in there so you can take a look at that, see if you fall into one of those categories you know, just kind of think
0: through what those major variables may be. Is your job situation unstable or health and the family unstable? Things that may be beyond your direct control, but that may impact your finances and, you know, may influence how you think about emergency funds or making other big purchases until
1: certain things are settled. Absolutely. You know, you can't predict what's going to happen, but you can certainly kind of run through some different scenarios and prepare for some of that stuff. And And identifying those things will definitely, like you said, Dave, help you figure out how to make changes financially so that you're prepared for that. So the next broad category is cash flow issues, getting a little yes. more specific. Budget and cash flow. I'm surprised it took us this yeah, long to get into it. Yep, yep, we <laughs> made it about, about
0: 10 minutes. So, yeah. uh, so obviously, you know, think about again if your income or expenses are likely to be in flux this year, what might change this year compared to last year? And do you need to review your cash flow plan and your budget? I think you should review it more often than annually anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes sense. It's a good time of year to look at it in January, starting the year off fresh. Also, a lot of raises, things like that tend to happen in January. So, accounting Mm -hmm. for that stuff and making sure that you're budgeting and planning properly around that. Or, you know, uh, health insurance goes up every year. So, chances are your health insurance went up a little bit. And so, maybe you're dealing with a little bit less income, things of that nature. And so, now's the time to start looking at and planning that out, how those changes are going to affect you that took it, that
0: started to take place January 1st. I like that this item is on this list at the beginning of the year. And that's to review your employee benefits, to make sure you're taking advantage of everything your employer offers. Because a lot of times what happens is, you know, a company will have an open enrollment period in the fall. And You've got a limited window to think about those things and make those changes. And I think, you know, by proactively thinking about it at the beginning of the year, and then, you know, setting maybe a reminder in your calendar to actually implement those changes. At open enrollment, I think a lot of people would be more successful with less stress.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And those are the things that we, you know, especially employee benefits, a lot of times we just kind of can keep rolling with whatever we've got. Mm -hmm. And so taking some time thinking about it this time of year really makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. And, you know, some of those things you can make changes to or should at the beginning of the year, like if you've got a health savings account that you're contributing to FSA accounts, things like that. You know, the beginning of the year may be the time to uh, to look at what you're doing and how those fit.
1: And so, another thing related to cash flow is one of the things that you can do still for last year is make contributions to an IRA. And so, thinking about if that makes sense to make a 2021 Roth or traditional contribution, depending on where you're at, might make sense to reduce some of your taxable income for last year if that's an option or just save a little more um, money to start the year off right. Those are always good options and good things to think about you have until your tax filing deadline to get those in.
0: Yeah, a lot of people forget that they've got uh, essentially until April 15th, usually most years, to to make that
1: contribution for um, the
0: previous year.
1: So it's not a December 31st deadline absolutely another good one is as it relates to cash flow is and setting goals is what are your savings goals right so are you know are you mm-hmm. saving enough for towards retirement and what is your target there but also you know, are you saving for the things that are going to make 2022 exciting? Do you have a goal to take a vacation and are you planning on, you know, figuring out how much that is and how much you save now to be able to do that during the summer months or home renovation or any of those things that are really going to kind of jumpstart and make your 2022 that are important to you? What are those savings goals? Start breaking it down by month or by paycheck of how much you'd have to set aside to reach that. Um, it's a really good time of year to do that stuff as well. Think about it now so that uh,
0: in July when you're making rental payments on a cottage for a couple of weeks, it's not a uh, budgeting surprise. And then uh, going back to benefits for a minute, if you have an FSA from your employer, a uh, flexible savi- savings account for um, healthcare care purposes, you, you, if you have funds left from... 2021 in that you may only have a limited amount of time to use them before the end of the period. Usually this is plan specific. So if you have one of these, check with, your, check with your human resources department, but some of those you need to use the funds in them before March. And some of them will let you carry over a certain amount into the new year, but just be conscious of that. And it does vary by by plan. So check on that.
1: Yeah, those are are helpful tools as far as taxes and and medical expenses, but they come with the caveat of whatever you put in there last year, you got to spend it. And so, you know, think strategically about that if you have until March of, if you have money in there, If you don't spend it, it gets defaulted back to um, the plan itself. And so you actually lose those funds. So if you have things that you can spend those on, or if you have money left over, think about what type of um, expenses could qualify and making sure that you're getting all that stuff in and, and utilizing those funds before they go away. If you are subject to
0: required minimum
1: distributions from
0: your IRAs, either from an inherited IRA or because you are age 72 or older on your own retirement account keep in mind uh, that you'll need to take a required minimum distribution for the year. And you can use that to support your goals. Some people use it for uh, monthly income. Some people take it as lump sums. doesn't really matter. The IRS doesn't care, but you need to take out the minimum before the end of the year. So be conscious of it here early in the year so that you make sure it gets done the way you
1: yeah, definitely. You want to you wanna start thinking about those things sooner rather than later because um, you don't want yeah. to miss those by the end of the year. And, and even if you yeah. figure out what that amount is and make a plan to take it out in December, I would still encourage people to start thinking about and, and making those plans now.
0: If you're over 70 and a half, keep in mind, you can do over 70 and a half, not over 72. You can do qualified charitable distributions from your uh, IRA as well. You are over 72, those can count as part of that required minimum. Talk to your advisor, take advantage of those things, but plan them out now. Now's the time to start thinking.
1: Absolutely. So, moving on to the next category, Dave, one uh, near and dear to our hearts is do you need to adjust or replenish your emergency funds?
0: We talk about it in every every podcast, at least at some point. But, uh, you know, and this is why, you know, this list is kind of organized. Some of this seems a little repetitive and a little redundant, but, you know, we start with those high level what's going on in your life kind of questions. Now we've drilled down to, okay, you know, these things are coming or you're anticipating these may happen. What does that mean for on a granular level for what you do? You know, and if, if you're, if you're worried about a job change this year, maybe you need to pad that emergency fund a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Great point. Or someone in your family has a, um, you know, potential health issue, you need to pad that emergency fund a little bit. Those, those kind of things, just, just, you know, be cognizant of them and think about that as a budgeting, budgeting item and an asset. item.
1: Yeah. and I always like to tell people too, it's not, you know, it, it, you don't have to get this done by January, but you know, if you know that things are going to be a little bit tighter this year, or you know that you have some potential things like a job change coming up, make a strategic mm-hmm. plan to th- throw a little extra money in there, figure out how much extra you feel comfortable with. Not necessarily something that you have to, you know, go out of your way to, To build up right now, but make a plan for how you're going to account for that over the year. The sooner you start that stuff, the easier it is to build it up. Right. The smaller, the more months you can divide that by,
0: the smaller the payments are, right? So, um, another thing, you know, try to be strategic about. Sometimes these things sneak up on us, but, you know, are you looking to buy or sell business interests, personal interests, real estate, things that could have tax and cash flow consequences? that
1: you just wanna be cognizant of early in the year because they can affect other decisions. Yeah, absolutely, not to mention, you know, the emergency fund and things like that when you're making those um, big transitions um, or, or major purchases.
2: Are you a small business or a nonprofit that wants to market better? Of course you want to market better. Join heavy-hitting marketing agencies and experts at the Michigan Marketing Outstanding Brand Summit. All the big bosses will be there. 17 presentations on cutting-edge topics like brand dominance, how to make a logo that doesn't suck, figuring out what the heck SEO is, launching your own damn podcast, upcoming annoying changes for social media, creating videos that slay, and so much more win big prizes and take advantage of exclusive marketing training join the ranks of marketing bosses throughout michigan and meet me amy zander the reigning marketing mobstress of michigan mark friday may 6 2022 on your calendar it's not too far away to start planning now follow zedia media on facebook instagram and youtube for a chance to win tickets visit zediamedia.com for more information and to purchase tickets That's Z-E-E-D-I-A-M-E-D-I-A dot com. Your presence will be honored. Your absence will be noted.
0: The next item on our list is, uh, do you need to review your investment risk tolerance? And uh, we didn't write this list. I would make it risk capacity. But, um, you know, think about kind of in line, you know, if your emergency fund needs to be A little bit deeper for reasons this year, you may also be in a position where at least on some of your investment accounts, you want to take less risk. If you may be needing those funds for whatever reason in the near future, you know, you don't want everything in something
1: that's invested wild and crazy if uh, suddenly that may be something you need to access. So we talked about those milestones as you get closer to some of those milestones or a milestone like retirement, it's a good idea to think about risk capacity mm-hmm. and how that relates to you know, your retirement plans or any other plans mm-hmm. that you might have that might include some of the investments that you have.
0: On a realistic level, you know, if, you're, if you're 35 and you might be buying a house this year, that doesn't mean you necessarily change your investment strategy in your IRA or your retirement accounts. But, you know, it may affect what you're doing outside of your retirement accounts, So just kind of keep that in mind. We're going to get more into, um, into that here in a minute.
1: Another good idea is to start out the year now that uh, we have the returns for 2021, it's a good idea to check the performance of your accounts against a reasonable benchmark just to make sure that, you know, what you're doing makes sense you know, talk to your advisor about what a reasonable benchmark
0: should be for your accounts. Um, we're happy to help with that. But, you know, don't, don't compare a conservative investment account to what the stock market did. Um, compare it to something of similar risk. And if the risk level isn't what it should be, then that's a, that's something, that's a different consideration. But, uh, you know, try to compare apples to apples.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's uh, an issue where we don't need to get into too much detail, but a lot of people are, you know, compare themselves to the S&P 500, yet nobody's portfolio is made up of, you know, the S&P 500. And and so it's kind of this um, apples to oranges comparison, especially lately. And so you just have to be aware of, you know, what your goals are of of your portfolio, and then what it should be tracking against. And, uh, so when the,
0: you know, wrapping up the year is a good time to see if your investment portfolio needs to re- be rebalanced back to your targets, again, keeping, keeping risk levels in line. So if you started last year with a portfolio that was supposed to be 50% in stocks and 50% in bonds, it's probably not still in alignment. You may be 55% stocks. Uh, 60% stocks. And so you may want to adjust that back to your original targets to uh, maintain the same risk levels.
1: Absolutely. Great, great time to be looking at all that stuff and, and making sure your plan matches uh, what's actually going on inside of your investment accounts. Now, remember that
0: that can have tax consequences if it's outside a retirement account. So you want to be kind of strategic about how you do these things and, and conscious of that. But uh, In general, take a look and see if things are out of balance and whether you should do something about it or not.
1: So, looking at the other side of the ledger, Dave, um, one of the things that you could do, you should consider, is are there debts that you want to get rid of this year? Um, So, maybe something with a less favorable term maybe trying Mm -hmm. to pay off student loans, or maybe you got a 0% intro interest rate on a purchase that you made, making sure that that's paid off before the 0% ends. All those things, good time to review kind of where you're at from a debt liability standpoint.
0: Coming out of the holidays, we may have uh, overspent a little bit. Maybe there's a little bit more riding on the credit card than there should be now's the time to make a plan to make that debt go away before you're paying interest on money that uh, you
1: you should know. Absolutely. And just uh, another debt issue, it might be a good time to look at your mortgage, see if a refi makes sense. Rates have gone up a little bit, but they're still relatively low. So if you haven't taken a look at that or taken advantage of that, definitely something to look into there. Also might be a good time of year to review your credit score and and just see how things are going there. Um, This is probably something you should do, you know, two or three times throughout the year to make sure that there's nothing on there that shouldn't be on there, a sign of identity theft or someone opening an account in your name. Um, Great way to review that is to check your credit score regularly. And then to, to that point as well, potentially a credit freeze. So if you have no intention of using credit in the near yeah. future, credit freezes are becoming popular, where nobody can open a credit line in your name unless you go and unfreeze it. So, just a little bit of extra layer right. of security in uh, in this age
0: of uh, identity theft concerns. That's a that's an easy um, easy line of defense you can put in place.
1: Other than um, credit reports and phrases, obviously we are gearing up for tax season, um, which yep. means that uh, April 15th is going to be here before you know it, Dave. January
0: is a good time to take inventory of what documents you're going to need because 1099s are going to start rolling in here the uh, end of January, beginning of February. So take a look at your different accounts. You know, if you had a retirement account with distributions, you can expect a 1099. If you've got a taxable investment account, a non-retirement account, you can expect a 1099. And just kind of be conscious of what you should be getting there along with W-2s and all the other normal stuff. Property tax statements, uh, mortgage interest statements, tuition bills, time to get organized.
1: Time to get organized and, and collect all that stuff and, you know, start taking a peek at are you going to owe money and being prepared for if you do owe money that you are ready to pay that. Not always the most fun uh, issue to deal with to start the year, but definitely one of the most important. So
0: You're now uh,
1: you've got energy. That's right. So also <laughs> looking, yeah, looking on the insurance side of things, great time of year to start reviewing insurance coverages. Know, yeah. life, disability, if you have a long-term care policy, these things don't change all that often, but if it's been a while since you've taken a look at that, yeah. definitely a good time to review that. Um, medical coverage, do you have upcoming treatments or things like that that you're working on and how's that going to relate to your medical coverage? Are you going to meet your deductible yeah. this year? So are there other things that you've been putting off that you could push into the year that you meet your deductible? There's a lot of decisions around medical mm-hmm insurance and issues that make sense. And this last one I like too, if you've made home improvements or acquired new valuables, you probably want to have a conversation with mm-hmm. your homeowner's insurance agent. So if you went all if you went all in on Christmas and, and got some new diamonds or something like that, probably a good time to check and see what kind of coverage you have and, and making sure that you have that scheduled in yeah. uh, as a part of your homeowner's policy.
0: Those things tend to get put on autopilot, and what happens is five or six years down the road, maybe you've maybe you built a pool barn or you did something different on your property, and and, you know you need to communicate that stuff with your insurance folks because you don't want. It's it's great to pay lower lower premiums, but uh, you don't want to get blindsided if something goes wrong, and. And, you know, life insurance as well, we tend to put that on autopilot. And one thing I'm going to add that's not on the checklist as well, you're at it, pull out your beneficiary forms. Mm, yeah. Pull out your beneficiary yeah. forms. I just had, yesterday I talked to a client whose husband had put his mother on a beneficiary, as a beneficiary on an insurance policy he took out when he shipped out to the Korean War, and he never changed it. Wow. And it) You know, so and if you, I, I, I know if you had asked him, he probably thought he changed it forty years ago, fifty years ago. Right. So, so just uh, don't, don't forget about those things, and don't assume that you did it, or and don't assume that
1: uh, it got changed just because you think you did it. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and really, even a step further, if you want to get organized around having a list of the assets, the insurance policies that you have, who the beneficiaries mm-hmm. are, and maybe even some supporting documentation that those changes yeah. have been received and updated. And, you know, and I always like to say it's not a bad idea if you're yeah. not sure to obviously call, but it's not a bad idea just to do another beneficiary change form that's updated with a new date. It's not going to hurt anything. One last thing to consider, Dave, to start off your 2022 is legal issues and making sure that you are set there as far as your estate plan or titling ownership of assets. Um, Those are important things to make sure that you either have in place or maybe if you don't have an estate plan in place, maybe this is the year that you decide to get that done. Another item that
0: nobody wants to do, everybody puts off. So yeah, if you haven't done it, make this the year, that should be a new year's resolution. Uh, if, if it's not done, get it done. And the other, the next thing to add to that is it's another item everybody puts on autopilot. If you've done it, you forget about it. The trust documents, the will, whatever you did goes in a drawer and 15 years later, you know, things are stale and out of date. And, uh, but uh, but the but the those documents are still functional. So you got to make sure they say what you want them to say and
1: do what you want them to do. Yeah, that's a great point. Make it make it make it a a, a practice of yours to take that thing out and maybe skim through it, read it once a year. January is a great time to do that make sure you know nothing beneficiary wise has changed or anything that needs to be yeah. added to that or yeah, it's a great time to to think about that and and not only added to the estate documents but also if you have new assets or new accounts somewhere making sure that the trust is listed
0: or you know beneficiaries are listed and and keep in mind that the laws change too so you know uh maybe uh just uh, checking in with your estate planning attorney regularly to uh, make sure that uh, what you have is still effective, too.
1: Yeah, you know, just a quick email if it's been three to five years to say, hey, just wanted to check in. No changes that we need to make, but is there laws that have changed that would make us rethink some of this stuff? Better to be proactive than reactive when it comes to that stuff. So speaking of laws and lawyers, um, make sure that there, you know, are there new laws that have gone into effect that might affect your financial plan? You know, there's been a lot of um, talk about different savings, retirement savings stuff in Congress and the changes to Mm -hmm. that. So checking in with your financial planner to make sure that none of that stuff affected you or there's things that you should do differently as a result of some of those law changes. Right. Right, and we're still we're still getting used to the last round of
0: changes. So, uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> been twenty years memorizing uh, ages and numbers and dates, and then they change everything. Right, right. but uh, exactly. But uh, yeah, just be cognizant of that. Things do change, and uh, beginning of the year is a good time to uh, check on it.
1: Absolutely. And then, and then lastly, you know, if there's contracts that you have out there, have they expired, um, you know, any legal stuff, it's a good time to dust that stuff off and make sure it still makes sense and you understand what it is and and what role it plays. So yeah, yeah, not necessarily do have a list of, of fun stuff to do, no. but certainly important stuff to do. And, no. and like we mentioned earlier, what we don't want you to do is take this list from top to bottom and try to do all of these things no. because that's just no. going to be overwhelming. Um, I would advise picking three to five of them to focus on this year, getting those things done and then, you know, when that's done, maybe moving on to some of the other stuff. Yeah. I think that's, that's a wise approach and,
0: uh, would rather see people make progress on a few things than get stuck on all of them and not get anything done, which is human nature. It's like me and cardio. It's the way it
1: goes.
2: <laughs> 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 So
1: um, we will have these, this checklist and the other one that we mentioned in our show notes today. And if you have any questions on any of the items on the checklist and want to run them by us, uh, shoot us an email at info at srbadvisors.com. We would love to chat. And um, Dave, I will uh, see you next week. Thanks, Nick. Talk to you later.
0: Gather around and follow the Kitchen Table Finance podcast to learn about money and simple ways you can invest right now. You can find more practical advice at srbadvisors.com and contact the team for personal planning by emailing info at srbadvisors.com.